Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Go With Ego podcast. I have a very special guest from Canada, Ayomi Dea Konde. Ayomi Dea, welcome to the Go With Ego podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing very okay, thank you. Um, and I am happy to be here. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, I'm excited that we could get you, you know, to come on the show and to tell your story and let the world get to know you. So, without wasting much time, tell us something about you, something exciting, something you want my audience to know about you. Okay, so I thought about that question and I'm like, oh my God, is there anything exciting about me? But be. you know, <laughs> I think I'm a fun person if I do say so myself. Okay. Um, I like to meet people. My name is Ayomide, which literally means my joy has arrived. And I pride myself in bringing joy everywhere I go. And so, yes, I love, you know, meeting people, just being getting to know them and getting to know what's in their head and i feel like that's one of the reasons why i am where i am because you know vancouver is a very diverse place and it's also one of the reasons why i've tried um so far where i am i think it's a good virtue to be open to lots of make friends and meet people and be open-minded as well too you know it helps to open the, the closed doors that, that people couldn't get to open and you see things working out for you so it's good to have you and good to get to know you yeah, I agree. <laughs> Thank Absolutely. you. <laughs> sure, you're welcome. Where are you from? What country? And uh, you know something you did back home that was fun to you and why you chose Canada? Okay, um, so I am Nigerian okay. and I am Yoruba. I'm from Oyo States, hey, nice. specifically Ibado. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I did not grow up in Ibado. I was born and raised in Lagos. Yeah, I lived in Lagos for about 16 years until I went to school. Eventually, I went to the University of Ibadan, so I did spend quite a time, quite a number of time in Ibadan. School was fun for me, to be honest, because I was always this very quiet child growing up. And at home, I had also had like very protective parents. I'm the only girl in my family, so nice. <laughs> you can imagine why. Yeah. yeah, but like going to Ibadan, you know, going to UI was really exciting, getting to meet people, getting to being these different spaces, volunteering for stuff. I, yeah, I did volunteer for a lot of things because I found it fun. I went for, I found it fun and rewarding, you know, like going for charities or even youth organizations like TEDx and things like that. Yeah, those were, those were the highlights of my time in Nigeria, I would say. Well, that, that's good to hear. You know, um, UI is one of the respected schools we have in Nigeria. It's one, it's oh, one it's of, first and best. Right, it's one of the great schools we have in Nigeria. So when you say you went to UI, we give you respect. Even though I went to Uniband that another schools, Unilag, wait first. UI is a school to be. So I'm glad you had that experience. So you could tell people that the experience was good for you, right? Yes, yes, definitely was. And my time in UI also definitely contributed to me being in Canada today. UI is a good story. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad to hear that and I'm glad to know that you had that experience that's helped you here in, in Vancouver and Canada to, you know, to keep pushing to be the best. And there's so many countries in the world. It's US. Come to America. I'm in America. Come on. You know, there's so many <laughs> countries in the world. So why did you choose Canada? Tell me. That's an interesting question. Initially, when I was looking out for opportunities for grad school, mm-hmm. I was specific about the US or Canada. I was pretty much open to both, mostly because, you know, I'm in chemistry, science, funding, those things are in the US, like US, Canada, North America, that's the place you want to be. Yeah, because like the funding opportunities are, especially if you're in STEM, the funding opportunities are like quite there. 
Um, and I did get an offer to a school in the US. Okay. And I also got an offer to a school in Canada. And yeah, I had to do a pros and cons list. Okay. First of all, I'm at the University of British Columbia. Like that's already, it's, it's already okay. yes. Yes. one of the Ivy Leagues of Canada. Like yes. what are you even thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> However, there are all that things like I did take into consideration, right? Okay. Like the research. Because I'm doing environmental chemistry and Vancouver and British Columbia is like a really good place to study that because they are very environmental conscious. There's also the case of like my supervisor. Um, when I compared my, you know, interview with the supervisor in the school in the US and the supervisor in the school in Canada, I felt like, you know, my supervisor in Canada seemed, we seemed to be a better fit cool. than um, the one in the US. And I feel like these are the things that are not talked about enough for people wanting to go into grad school. It is, oh my God, it is so not just about the school. There is so much more to actually take into consideration. No, I, yeah. I agree. I agree. There has to be a synergy. What people look at for most is which school can give me a GA or a TA position and pay for my tuition. That's important, especially when you don't have someone backing you. But again, what is your goal in doing the course you want to do? What's the end goal for you? Do you want to just go there and, okay, I'm in America, I'm in, I'm in Canada now, that's all I want to do. Or is there a track record for you that you want to focus on and be the best of you? So so it's up to you to decide. But like, like Ayomide said, having that synergy with your professors in the, the departments you want to be in is, is important, especially for future sake, for recommendations sake. When exactly. You job they, want to, they need someone to write something for you, they're the people that they will go to. And of course, you, you would want your professor to give you good recommendations when the time comes. So... Yeah, and trust me, these things are really important. Like, they are really, really important. I cannot count the number of times that my supervisor has stood up for me, and I'm just in my first year. Right. Like, but I've gotten to a, like, last minute, like, oh, um, Nadine, I need a recommendation letter for this thing, and it's, and it's um, the deadline is, like, in two days. And she's like, sure, I can do that for you. Yeah, you, you want to be able to have that kind of relationship. Yesterday, I was a guest on my friend's podcast. It was weird for me to be on the on the other side answering the questions, you know. <laughs> but, but I said something. I said, you know, for you to study abroad and make it, you have to be able to tell your story, you know. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to to ask for help when you need the help. Because trust me, we need the help. You know, you've you've lived the, the experience already. A closed mouth is a closed blessing. The things you would get asking questions, you won't get them when you when your mouth is closed. So mm-hmm. the idea of you going to professor, being close to them, asking them for help, because it's very, very important. They they know the people that can get you there. So why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, why? definitely. Definitely. And one thing I learned really fast, I'm sorry, really quick here, is that you need to ask questions. Mm-hmm. You never know until you ask questions. True. There are like so many opportunities out there. But you need the right information. Like you need to be in the right places to get the right information and be able to utilize them. Uh, and that's the reason why I started this podcast in the first place. You know, to, so mm-hmm. people back home can hear and and see testimonies firsthand. People that are living the experience, they can look up to and reach out to and say, "Hey, I, I listen to you, to you on Egotigo's podcast. I need help. How do I go about it? Please don't bump Ayobide's inbox or, or social media, <laughs> handle, which she will give us before she leaves today. But please reach out to her if you need help. I know she'll be willing to answer you. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, you, you talked about your school, British, British Columbia, right? It's one of the top IV schools in Canada, you know? So do you have scholarships there or how, how does it work for you in terms of tuition and the things you have? 
Okay, um, that's also a really good question. I am a PhD student, I should say that first. And Snap. yes, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 awesome. yes, 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 awesome. Congratulations first, so yeah. Thank you, thank you very much. I am a PhD student and the way graduate school works here, at least in my, so I can say this in my program and, you know, like for my department, for my school specifically, this might not cut across board. Mm -hmm. However, that information is out there. Like you just need to go to the school's website and you know find the information or send emails for like specific um, details about your department of interest. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so back to your question. For me, I am being funded by the university, yes. My tuition is paid by awards um, from the university. And I also work as a research assistant for my supervisor, which is pretty cool because it's like, I'm a research assistant for R, and she's paying me, but I'm working on my research. So it's like, very lovely balance. All blessings. All around, all blessings. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then I also work as a teaching assistant um, for the department. Yeah. Well, Vancouver is quite an expensive place to live, so you, you need the money. Need the money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And it is doable. I mean, I am doing it. I'm working as a TA and an RA and, you know, you just have to find the right balance. Um, but the great thing is you get paid and I sustain myself, like, through the money I get paid, I pay rent, pay my bills and even send money back home. Yeah, so it, it is it is doable. You know, I tell people, they say, oh, I don't have any money coming. I came to America not knowing anybody. But it doesn't happen <laughs> when, you know, but we find our way in Nigeria, we hustle. You have we to hustle. Oh, to, my God. You know, you have, be, you have to be able to find a way, uh, tell people your story for, for doors to be open to you. When I came here, I actually went to community college, went to get a full tuition from community college to, to do my bachelor's degree. I finished bachelor's degree. I did, um, now I'm doing my second master's again now. You know, I feel like saying, go for a page. I'm like, hey, calm down, calm down. <laughs> Let me finish this one first. First, you know, I'm finishing in December, you know, then I can, you know, breathe then go for PhD. I don't know. But that it's a lot. Amazing. Yeah, so I'm starting from scratch, it, it wasn't easy, you know, but everything is doable once you believe mm -hmm. and once you never, ever, ever give up. Well, you both heard from my, my very special guest, Ayomi Day. We've got a short break now. We'll come back from the break. Ayomi Day will tell us more about herself and more about the course she does and what she hopes to do in the future. We'll be right back. Hi everybody, welcome back from the short break. I still have my friend Ayomi Day here, Akonde, right here with me. Thank you still for coming on the podcast again. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's, it's a pleasure having you. Remind us what the course is again, please. Okay. Environmental Chemistry at the University of British Columbia, Vancouver. Um, because there are like two campuses. There's one in Vancouver and Okanagan. And yes, yeah, so chemistry, STEM. Yeah. But I specifically look at, you know, chemicals in indoor environments. So in places like our offices and buildings and home, what does the air look like in there? And what kind of chemicals are we releasing into the atmosphere indoors specifically? And how does that affect or change, you know, the quality of hair that we have indoors, which is pretty much a big deal, especially with COVID, mm -hmm. you know, remote working and things like that. We spend so much more time inside and we yeah we should know what we are breathing in i agree so what, what are some experiences you've had in british columbia that has shaped your personality today so i would say that i have had quite a lot but highlighting a few would be the people okay 
So I am in Vancouver, like British Columbia, specifically Vancouver. Vancouver is a very diverse place. And what that means is you get to meet a lot of people from a lot of different places. And, you know, it really challenges how you think because you see these people that have different backgrounds from your different upbringing and they just have different perspectives to life than you do. And you're not wrong. They're just different. True. <laughs> that was, yeah, that, that's like really interesting for me because it has helped me now. Like every time I come to a conversation, I'm keeping an open mind. Like I'm conscious of the fact that we don't all think the same. Mm. And yes, this is what I think, but I'm very much interested in what the next person thinks and also in like what is behind that thought. Like how did they come to that thought? Just like the thought pattern and stuff. One other thing I would say that um, being here has helped me do is also expand and broaden my expectations. Nice. I had big dreams in Nigeria, <laughs> <laughs> but it seemed like there was a cap to the dream. It's like mm. the dream big up to this point. I know. However, being here has taught me, oh my God, the possibilities are literally endless there's like so much more you can do like you know that thing where they say if you can think it it can you can be it oh yeah, yeah i've seen that like that that statement has become real to me in recent times i i agree you know uh even when i was back home in Nigeria. Uh, um, trust me, I was so tired. I was frustrated. I'm working in one company <laughs> any, uh, per month. I'm like, you know what? I'm done. I want to go to the abroad. The abroad. I've always loved America. Trust me. When I was small, my I told my my sisters growing up, but I would go to America. I wanted like, ah, don't worry, I cannot afford it. I'm like, don't worry, you see, I will go. You know, I, I so I understand where you're coming from. Just that cap, like it's like a dome. You know, mm-hmm. from seeing what the true uh, life is out there. And that's why I tell people. You have to take risk you have to take risk absolutely risk mild risk risk that you know would pay and and i think that risk that risk you took and i took is working for us so far let's take a step back okay mm-hmm. people have heard the story they want to you know come from nigeria and say hey how did she even start what did she, what did she start to do how did she get the phd or did she get the master's first so tell us what did you do you know to get um the the, the phd you have now okay so one easy way to do this um is to just say like just walk you through my story yeah i just feel like it's easier because yeah, you can sure. literally see what i did and you can okay. see that the journey was not smooth at all okay. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so like i said earlier i went to the university of Ibadan. i wanted to study medicine in my first year and somehow found myself in chemistry you know i don't know if they told you that line that you can cross my people nalayo <laughs> not possible Mm-mm. Um. Yeah. So first year, I really did not know what I was doing. I, you know, I was just in this course that I, I was just there. However, I always had the tendency to, you know, try to be the best in whatever I did. So it's like, well, even if I'm just here, like I don't want to be here, I will still try my best. And so I worked that. I was like that to my hundred level. Um, and then by the time I got to 300 level, 400 level, by then, you know, I had gone for internships. I had seen that, oh, chemistry was fun. You know, there were like endless possibilities. I really wanted to be able to do something with chemistry. I wasn't, I was no longer interested in medicine at this time. <laughs> and my, my friends in medicine seemed frustrated. I'm like, I don't want your life, you guys. <laughs> okay, so by my 400 level, I decided that I wanted to do a PhD because 
well from what i had seen for you to climb up the ladder in research you want to have a master's or a phd um and i was also very keen on like going into the academia and so i decided i was going to do a phd i spoke to a couple of friends who were ahead of me at that time and this is another important thing talk to people like you need to talk to people the information is out there you just have to meet them and talk to them spoke to a couple of friends i learned about the gre for the first time in my 400 level second semester close to graduation i got materials one thing i should say is that i come from a very average family so even at that time where money for gre exam was going to come from i know i don't know <laughs> but again step of faith so i got my gre materials i went for nysc spent that one year trying to save money Fortunately, also got a scholarship to write my GRE, and I wrote my GRE, and I had I think about three oh nine or something around that line, something around that um, point. And again, I wrote just GRE. I didn't write TOEFL. Like, let's remember, backtrack. I know get money. I had to look for schools that didn't require me to write a test of English, actually. Um, schools that I could just apply with my GRE to and again remember that I said I always wanted to do a PhD and I also felt like God was leading me to do a PhD like God is a really big factor in everything I do and so I applied for only PhD programs and this is one thing that you should also know you can go from a BSc to a PhD I'm glad you told me yes <laughs> it is doable I am doing it a couple of my friends are also doing it at the same time like especially in in the US, there's like a so, lot of opportunities for you to do that. In Canada, it might be restrictive, but it's also present. Like you just have to find it. Again, I'm doing it. I'm in Canada. I don't know a lot about um, educational system in Europe, so I can't say a lot about that actually. Yeah, so I applied for PhD programs. I got into UBC. I also got into a school in the US. Let's not mention the name because okay. I don't want them to know that I rejected them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, I also got into school in the US. So in the whole application process, one thing to note is you want to send mails to your professors, you know, even if they don't respond to you, or even if you don't get to even work with them, you want them to know you. Mm-hmm. You genuinely want to like what you do. So you want to talk to professors, get to know what they do. And if you're interested, send emails to them let them know that you're interested you read this paper it seemed really cool um you read this paper you have a question about it you have this background and you think you'll be a good fit for their lab like ask this question send these emails the worst you can get is a no like (laughs) my supervisor always says that you lose a hundred percent of the chances you don't take Mm, mm. minutes you take the chance yeah it's it's no longer a hundred percent it reduces yeah and so, yeah, I did the application process. I got the admissions. I applied to four schools. I got rejected from two. I got accepted into two. And this is another thing I would like recommend. So yeah, apply to as many schools as you can, as much as your pockets can afford, because I know application fees Expensive. are not yeah, cheap. By the way, if you're in chemistry and you want to apply to UBC, the application fee is free. Nice just putting that out there it is free free is good too so free, free is good free is very good very very, very good <laughs> yeah that's that's like that kind of sums it up and then nice. you have the interview mm-hmm. 
I'm sorry, the visa process, my first application got rejected and then I applied again. And I'm just saying this because, you know, it's important to know that the journey might not be smooth. True. It's, it can be, yeah, it can be bumpy, but it is doable. Again, and that frustrating thing was I came during COVID and it was hard. Traveling during COVID was hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's not go into details because yeah, it was just time yeah i can imagine you know um of course transition in covid is hard i moved from sorry, from my old city to my new city now where my school is now in the middle of covid so i understand what it means to move in the middle of covid it's crazy no friends no people talk to no one to say hi to it is hard and for uh, i'll use the word not me extra like me trust me i love to i love I, I try from energy from people's energy you see so it's hard when i moved in but i understand what you mean by moving in the middle of COVID, but I'm glad you're settled in now and I hope you've made some friends. Oh, I have made a lot of friends, actually. Yeah. Again, awesome. I mean, people person, so. <laughs> awesome. If I want to be your friend, I'll be your friend. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's, that's good to hear. And I hope from here we can on for words, we can be good friends. That's... Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, you're a celebrity, please. Ooh, I want to form a celebrity. Okay, okay. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All righty. Well, <laughs> I'll take that. Have you had any position of leadership? Well, external leadership positions, no. However, working as a teaching assistant mm. um, has been very interesting. <laughs> my first, my first experience at, at like teaching a lab because chemistry. Um, well, I guess you can also teach in like a lecture, but I was teaching a lab, and literally being the teacher, like, is this transition from a student to a teacher is like today you're a student and tomorrow you have to transition to being a teacher mm. it's very interesting um initially it was a bit challenging to be fair because you know new system new environment new people new faces however it is very rewarding mm. um and one thing i have learned like just being in that role is that you don't need to know all the answers oh yeah and like that is something that I've taken into like every area of my life now. Even though I learned it like while teaching, it's okay not to know the answers. It's, it's okay to just say, "Oh, I don't know. I will get back to you on this," or like I would ask um questions, um, or like I would you know come back to you, mm-hmm. or even go to somebody else with the question. Yeah. Like yeah, if you don't, it's okay to accept help in that space if you can't do it and somebody else can absolutely give it to them like it's so much of an interdependent way of living it's more than like the independence the teachers back home you know how back home you have to be able to do everything you you know it has to be cool Mm -hmm. (laughs) and yeah it's really not like that like you do the things you can do you ask for help for the things you can Mm -hmm. and you allow people to help you and, and, and that's important you know allowing people to help you when you know you cannot do it all because trust me you cannot do it all yes you're in vancouver i know yes you moved in the middle of covid what are some exciting things you've done in canada in vancouver and what are some things you would want to do or you hope to do in the future okay yes this gets me excited um, <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so so far first of all i need to put this out there british columbia is like one of the most beautiful places mm. 
on X, in my opinion. Okay. And I've also not been to a lot of places. I've only been to Niger and um, Canada. I've been to Alberta. Okay, so, but Chicolonga is one of the beautiful places on Earth. And in the sense that it gives you, Vancouver gives you this city country vibe. Mm. It's like you're in the city, but you also have, like, you have nature just there. You can go hiking on mountains and, you know, see the beautiful lakes and things like that. And yeah, in terms of like exciting things I've done, going hiking is one of them. I remember my first hike. Oh my God. They told me it was easy. They lied. Uh, yeah, no, lies. Hiking. Five <laughs> minutes. Five minutes in climbing the stairs. Like it was really steep. I was questioning my life choices. <laughs> like, why did I even come here? <laughs> However, when you get to the top of the mountain and you look down, oh my God, it is the most amazing feeling ever. So yeah, going hiking is one of it. I went coiling with some of my, my lab group because yeah, we work hard and we play hard too. That's what's up. <laughs> very, yeah, important very, very important though, very important in life. Yeah. But some of the things I would still like to do and some of the things I look forward to doing is I really want to go to Toronto. There's this I think it's called Niagara Falls that everybody yes, talks about. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm always sulky when somebody's talking about it and I'm like, I've not been there. Yeah. So I really want to get to do that. I just might do that this year. Let's okay. see how the year goes. Right. I also want to go, I think it's called see Sighting Wheels. Okay. So apparently there's some places, yeah. Apparently there's some places in um, Canada you can go to where you see the wheels because we are close to the Pacific Ocean, right? Right, yes. Um, yeah, that's also like on my bucket list. Mm. Traveling the world is also my bucket list. Like I said earlier, I've only been to Nigeria, <laughs> Canada, and Vancouver. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, for me, I, I love traveling, so I understand. I enjoy traveling. Over the weekend, I was somewhere now. Next weekend, I'll be somewhere else again. Tra- I love to travel. Must be fun. <laughs> if not, I'm, co- I'm going to Italy this summer. I would have come to British Columbia, so I'll push my travels to British Columbia to next summer. I can't come okay. in December because it'll be too cold. I don't do it. <laughs> so next summer, I'll stop by. Okay, I will be expecting you. For those that are listening to you now from Nigeria, from Africa, from everywhere around the world, I want to follow the same footsteps you follow. I, I, I want to and say, oh, I've, I heard Ayomi there. I love her story. I want to do my PhD. I want to be like her. What words of encouragement do you have to tell them? This might sound really simple, but my word of encouragement to you is it's possible. Mm. For real. For real. It is possible. Like, if you decide that you want to do it, the universe is going to work in your favor. God is going to work in your favor. And it might not be a smooth ride. It would probably be bumpy. Um, it might take longer than you think or even shorter, you never know. But I know that it's possible. Dreams become realities. I'm living out my reality. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Wise words there. You know, um, I mean, thank you so, so, so much for being a guest on our podcast today. I'm I'm so excited to have you. Thank you. Thank thank you. Finally, before I let you go for the podcast, you have to do some things for for the people you care about. Who and who do you give a shout out to? Shout out to anybody. Shout out. Okay, so I I have so many people. My God, I know a lot of people. But 
one of the or like the people I would like to give shout out to are people that made my life in Vancouver amazing. Like the community I found, my church, Origin Church, my friend who I currently live with, I didn't care, my lab mate, NBD Group, and my supervisor, of course, she's amazing. Well, my supervisor's name is Nadine. You can follow her on Instagram. I cannot remember her Instagram name, but I think <laughs> it's Nadine Boudouas. <laughs> I am grateful for my family. I, I love them. I'm glad that, you know, they allowed me to do this. It wasn't easy, I know. Like, looking for money was hard. But they're amazing. I have three brothers. I have a niece. And they're like the most adorable people to me. Yeah. Well, are you the last of the kids? No. So I have a, I have an elder brother okay. who is married with a child. So a niece. One, she's two, actually. And then I have an immediate younger brother that we fight all the time. So now. Yes. And I have <laughs> I have a baby brother who is oh. my world. That's like my favorite person in the world. That's sweet. Well, I was almost saying because me, I'm the last of five. And they're wow. all married. They're all. They're, I have so many nieces and nephews. I'm like, okay, Uncle Ego. I'm like, please don't come to that. I don't have money. I'm broke. I'm to <laughs> but, so I, uh, yeah. So just get ready when they start calling you for for money. You know. Already <laughs> getting ready. Oh my uh, god. Yeah, but anyways, it's been it's been wonderful to have you. So for for those that want to reach out to you, how can they reach out to you? Um. Okay. So I am on Twitter at Ayomi Akondi. A Y O M I A K A N D E. And also on Instagram with the same name. Or you can even just search out my name, Ayomidia Kone. My email address is A-A-Y-O-A-K-A-N-D-E at gmail.com. And you can reach out to me by email. So I will definitely respond if you yeah, awesome. I will. Awesome. It might take time, I'm sorry. But I will definitely <laughs> of PhD, come on, you'll be busy. Oh, please. All, all the things you have in your hand, I'm, I'm so, so, I'm, I'm your number one fan now. So, so proud of you. And I know that the, the, the sky is the starting point for you. Thank you once more for being on the podcast. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Awesome. So everybody, you've heard my friend Ayomi Day. Please do want to share this podcast with your friends. Do want to follow us on all social media. Do want to follow her on social media as well too. So if I come away again, I'm your host, Eagle Kelly Kapite. Have a beautiful time. Thank you. Mm-hmm.